Welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party Podcast, the longest-running podcast about Vanderpump Rules out there. Please join your hosts, Holly and Sarah, as they deep-dive everything Vanderpump Rules. Wow, wow, the new intro sounds amazing. We're legit, too legit to quit. Yes. Sesh in our new sesh. Yes. <laughs> Look so, at Faith. It yeah. <laughs> so just like our amazing intro just said, we are Holly and Sarah of Vanderpump Rules Party. And we are here tonight to break down the seven minute, the first seven minutes of episode one. Yeah, and catch up on some stuff that's been happening and remind you guys of some of the stuff we're going to. So if you want to meet us there, and particularly in February, there's like a bunch of fun stuff happening February and March. And hopefully, we don't want to sound like jacks, but hopefully we've got some big announcements for you guys. And we're not going to come back and be like, Dr. Leakey gave me some veneers. Yes. Oh, my God. You know, when you see those infomercials on Instagram and all of that, you know, it's like, and I, I always get suckered into wanting to buy all that shit. And then I give up after going through 190 screens. But I saw him and I'm like, no. Nope. Yeah, that's Scroll a no. Thank you for that. Stop. <laughs> a hard no on Dr. L. Yes. So, yeah. So if there's anyone else, we've got Shreemus Dia coming in from Charleston. So we're going to hit the Sandoval show on March 3rd. If anyone else would like to meet us there, we'd love to meet up with you. Yes. Um, we, a little bit of a change for this week. We've got something tomorrow. And we had planned on Schwartz and Sandy's on Wednesday for premiere night. Even though the cast is having their private premiere party Tuesday night. Um... We thought, well, Tom and Tom are probably still going to go to Schwartz and Sandy's, right? Or Tom Tom. The other ones will probably stay home. But Holly found out they're going to be in New York on Wednesday. So basically we'd be driving up just to go to dinner again. So Yeah, I figured also like tomorrow we'll be able to check in with everybody, see what's going on, and then we'll for sure be able to make a call, you know? Yeah. See so, what we're gonna do. Yes, we will have some a new episode um, on Patreon before the premiere. We're gonna be recapping tomorrow's event at Tom Tom. Yes, and whatever else we can do here. And then I still really want to do Miami with you, but when time allows. Yes, it's so on fire. Oh, I I I, I need to watch. It's. I mean, yeah. I'm sorry, um, you guys. I also have to. I'm struggling with like a stuffed nose right now, so I have tea, water, and like cough drops, and I just took like a big old Dayquil. So hopefully it will kick oh in. But I'm so congested right now. I'm just like, it's not no, COVID. I already tested, so it's it's just a preschool that's cold. Because that's I was I had plans today. I told you I canceled them so I could do it anytime. Because same thing, and I was like, uh oh. So I did my whole yeah, tea, the garlic and the vitamin, and then I literally like you coconut water water orange juice so yeah liquids like i took a it. shower like cleared my yeah. sinus you know like i'm i'm like i have to podcast like what am i gonna do but i'm okay I stuck my head over the teapot yes that's what i was doing in the shower it felt great but now i'm like sitting in here like ugh. <laughs> i know I, on my couch there's like a robe a sweatshirt a hoodie 
and then I'm walking around in a tank top and I keep turning the heat on and then off. Yeah. On then yeah. Off. But I feel fine. It's just, yeah. Same. Yeah. Tomorrow we all get to go. Yeah. So did you see that stuff on OC with Lindsay Knickerbocker? Yes. I've been watching that like the last week. It's crazy. That's sad. They have, I mean, Lynn Curtin, Tammy Knickerbocker, they've had some real. They've gone through it. Yeah. Yes. So I hope everything's okay with them. Me too. Maybe we need some of the OGs to come back. Yeah. Someone's um, texted me today. They're like, oh, I'm watching old Vanderpump. I forgot how annoying Britney's voice is. And it was so funny because on my notes, I was also watching and I'm like, a couple things I started laughing about. First of all, I forgot about puke and rally. Puke, puke and rally. Oh my god. I forgot about that chant. And then I was laughing because I don't know if I've watched this scene since we've been to Tom Tom, even though it's been several years. They were at Tom Tom and Ken and Lisa are showing the Toms, like the placement of everything. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, and right here he's like, The bathrooms will be right here. We're gonna put two big double booths here. And Sandoval was horrified. He's like, what? You can't do that. That's insane. He's like, oh, you're going to tell us. You know, like, it. and what have we always said? It is insane. Literally, the booth faces the bathroom. Yes. The smells are wafting into your food. Yeah, it's I a mean, very odd placement for sure. I've only had to sit there once, but unfortunately it was with, like, my friends that I wanted to impress. Yeah. I was like, sorry You're all, this. look at this beautiful view. And smell the aroma. Yes. The so, finest of West Hollywood. I'm going to have to say, Sandoval was right. Yeah. Katie announced her ending her solo podcast and relaunching one with Dana. Nathan. Yes. I was kind of laughing because it gave me Peter vibes. And it may not be what she meant, but they were talking about some new like local bar hangout that they love. And... Katie's like, don't say the name. And Katie's like, well, I've already said it on another podcast. And she's like, well, don't say it again because we don't want everyone coming to find us or where we're at. And I thought, is she sounding like Peter? Like, where she thinks like we're all going to be like, what? Katie, the, the people, the people are clamoring for Peter. I'm going to drive up right now, two and a half hours, go to where Peter's hanging out. Um, like I, yeah. I, I, I don't think I'm going to give anything away right now by you know the seven minute, uh, first seven minutes of the episode. But like I was telling Chad, I've never been so turned off by nachos in my entire life. Like I, I literally, like usually if someone says like if they talk about like a a food item like like uh, so let's say someone's like I'm going to bring brownies to the party or like I'll th- or like I'm bringing guacamole, I will think about that ish all day like and I will obsess over it to where then I have to have it like it just becomes something I have to have and uh Peter did the opposite for me so thank you Peter maybe he should do like some <laughs> I, I don't know hip- hypnotizing or something so that, well we'll get there when we, we we'll get into it in a minute the, the grammar too you didn't or you ain't got none of them nachos it was like wait what it was, I read the closed caption, but then I went and listened, too. I'm like, he did Me, too. That. I wrote it down, like, verbatim, too, and I was like, oh, this is, it's uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. <laughs> um, as um, I was doing, I was thinking of um, our viewing party from 2019. It was almost 2018. Um, 
and I was, so I was going through old photos and I found the photos where we were, me and Ronnie were at Tom Tom, like when it was just, you know, being built and we were trying to imagine what it was going to look like. So we've yeah. come, we've come a long ways. Yeah. You should, uh, you should put some of those videos in the Patreon. I know they were in the Facebook, but I don't know if we put all of them in the Facebook because we were a little worried. <laughs> I know. I was thinking we should re-release that too. Like, um, cause there's, there's some really good, I was finding some like really good videos. Even the one that I posted, you guys check out our Instagram of our viewing party. There's a video that we took, like we kind of walked around the room and all the things that we did like, and that honestly wasn't even everything. We didn't show our Taco Bell tower or that we had like literally every single thing t-shirts yeah the t-shirts the pizza the ranch fountain all of it yeah we had a lot of stuff with like sayings on them and the hot dog thing yes (laughs) oh my gosh yeah see that wasn't even like fully set up so there's like so many videos like that that i was coming across and i was like you know maybe someone would, would enjoy that it's just sitting on my phone yeah, there was a couple times you, you went in several times when it was under construction. Yes, I have several construction things. Julia went in and then got kicked out. This is after she slapped Katie's ass. That's hilarious. <laughs> so speaking of Katie, she um, was talking, you know, she always ends her podcast with her rage text. And she said her rage text now was to someone who doesn't return her text in a timely manner. Oh, and then she goes, you say you want to hang with the adults, but if you can't handle replying to texts, then you need to go play with the children because you're not tall enough to ride this ride. Oh. <laughs> so obviously it's, it, it sounds like Lala, but, you know, Stassi's the one that never returns texts famously. Yeah. But I can't imagine she would rage about Stassi. Yeah. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Lala. I, I would say so. Because they just saw each other at at that Christina Kelly's baby shower. Yes. So they probably had to break the ice because they hadn't talked in a while. They had a little tiff. So they had probably had some pleasantries. And Lala was like, yes, yes, let's go out and celebrate. Or I want to come out with you for your birthday. You know what I mean? Like post-birthday. And then probably goes like, you know. But, you know, he doesn't have a kid. And yeah. And I, I, I would like to say, like, that's ridiculous. Like, you absolutely have to respond to a text when you get it. But sometimes, like, even, like, you mean to, you, like, look at your phone, you're like, oh, shit. And then, like, you do something else. And then by that time, it's, like, been, like, such a long time. So you wait longer. And it just, like. It gets buried. So then you forget yeah, about it. Yeah. Because it's already been read. Or your kid has your phone. Or you're driving. Or. But I do, like, I think, like, if you were already feeling sensitive that someone's, like, not into you and then you you send out a reach out text and it doesn't get a reply, that does suck. Yeah. Yeah. So, I yep. don't know. So, we'll see. We'll see what their new podcast is about. And I think that's it. Any other updates before we jump into the trailer? No. I'm just, it's like... It feels very similar to Christmas, you know, like like Christmas, like the trees, the the presents are under the tree. I like I'm shaking them, I, like I can feel the vibe on off of these seven minutes, like if I'm gonna be into it or not. And um, I'm into it. I do have like a couple of critiques, like I always do, but overall, I'm into it, and I'm so excited for Wednesday. 
I'm so excited for or or before. I'm so excited for the um, new music and soundtrack. Like, what's next? What's next? I'm here for it. What's next? What's next? Also, the opening song. You know, like when like um like a cat gets the zoomies. Like, I feel like that's a bit, like a couple of like the edits. Like even for like the new little um the intro. It's like I feel we're really zooming around Hollywood and West Hollywood. We're like vroom vroom vroom. It's like okay, we are here. <laughs> I think that um Jeremiah took inspiration from his worldly travels and he's sharing that with us. You know, he's bringing that travel feeling to Vanderpump Rules and like selling sunset too. Yes. Right. Yeah, the fast cuts. Here we are. Let's do it. Did you hear there's going to be a selling sunset in San Diego? <gasps> Ooh, that is perfect. Yeah. All right. Oh, he, I know I, re- I heard him on a podcast. Oh, my God. He was the worst guest I've ever heard, I think, on a podcast. Jason Oppenheim. Um, he was so boring and so, like, just horrible. Literally, like, yes or no answers. Really? Yeah. And uh, just no personality. Um, <laughs> But he said, yeah, there'll be two seasons coming out this year. Um, he's like, I can't say when. And the, the host was like, well, I mean, typically, you know, it's like March and September. He's like, well, I didn't, I, I'm not saying if you're hot or cold. They're like, well, it's January. So let's see, two seasons. It would kind of have to be March. It's like, it's not rocket science. You said two seasons in a year. That's funny. It's like, like okay. I can't, I can't tell you. <laughs> I hate that. It's like, dude, come on. It's like my conversation with Peter. I can't tell you the press. You'll be the last to know. Yeah, you'll never know. So, yeah, we're going to have to talk about Peter's lies. And, like, I was texting Holly. I'm like, you know, the next thing you know, I'm going to find out that Peter sleeps 12 hours a day. Because I just can't trust him after this trailer. Yeah. So, it starts. Tom goes to Katie's new apartment. To deliver the dogs. Yes. Okay. Like, what? What about the fact that it says three months later? Yeah, three months later from what? I, I was so I wrote three months later. Is that true? And I'm like, is that true? Uh, three months from what? Like, it, like, give us some freaking context. Exactly, because they didn't start filming till June. I I believe. Like July. like they're saying the story. So the reu- the last reunion was filmed December third, yeah. And then the iHeartRadio thing was March twenty third. Three months later from the reunion, I guess. So like I, announcement I, of the breakup. I yes. mean, technically, when they did break up, because they broke up the day before. Yes. So I'm assuming that's what they're talking about. I yeah, also it, it was did unclear. see. I also did see the executive producer credit for Jeremiah Smith. Um, that's cool. For him. So I, I'm definitely already feeling him in these seven minutes. Okay. So, yes, we go to Katie's Valley Village apartment. Now, here's another little group thing. Did you see in our group that someone posted um, a filming notice at Katie's apartment? Another one? Another one. Oh. Like, and and it was, uh, shoot, Chad has my phone, but the dates are, like, until, like, now until April. Ooh. Like, literally with the apartment listed and everything, like, the full address. 
it says for the show? Yes, for Vanderpump Rules. Huh. And it says they they could be filming up to three days a week there. Are they doing like a single Katie spinoff? Like Shep? Oh, God, please. No. I, I, (laughs) I shudder. I mean, I, I applaud if they're actually jumping right into filming with all this shit going on with Lala and Katie and Gina and you know what I mean? Like, cool, pick up the camera right now. But uh, that it, much it, at Katie's? It, it doesn't. It doesn't seem right. Something's off. So we okay. will. We will look into that. I think. Well, maybe we could um, go. Yes. By. Yeah. And then I think someone lives in Schwartz's building, the one that says he sees his girlfriend all the time. Yes. Uh huh. Um, I wonder. Hey, can you look around for a filming notice at your building too? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Because that would help. Okay, so we're at Katie's Valley Village apartment, and yes, Gordo and Butter are the focus point of this scene because they're doing a like a swap, like a parenting, co-parenting swap of their dogs. They're seven days on, seven days off. Yeah, he puts on some weird voice, too. He's like, okay, gentlemen, I'll see you in six days in 23 hours. It's like, what's with the voice? And I brought you some treats. And you got a new rug, Katie. Very cool. This is get- this is weird, but it's getting better. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> and her, like, third eye or God's eye pillows. Yes. Oh, Gordo clearly prefers Tom. Yeah, so she, like, <laughs> lays down and, like, tries to call the dog over, and the dog's like, no, no, I, I miss my dad. <laughs> I don't like you. I don't like your attitude. Yeah, I don't like this, this apartment. This is your fault. Yeah. yeah. I had my yard. Oh, yeah, that sucks, dude. I had my needles on the ground neighborhood I used to walk in and stab my little toes on. <laughs> yeah. So then we have James rocking out to his own track, which I love. Yes. It and pink, in, pink in the car shirt. that we just featured the other day when we were over at Sir at See You Next Tuesday, his car was parked there. Join our Facebook group. You can see the videos of that. It's a beautiful car. Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely screams like midlife crisis car, but we parked right next to it and we're like, it is really nice, though. <laughs> it is. Um, it's like a and, matte earth beater. Yes. And I also liked his like pink silk shirt that he was wearing, um, how it like went along with like the baby blue seatbelt. It was it was a vibe. Well, I'm a sucker for satin, so yeah. I'll down. So then we have something that I literally, my jaw dropped open. Right. Um, this is like shady editing alert. Um, yeah, I put I put crafty editors. Yeah. So I know what we're talking about. You know, as soon as one of the editors leaves, there's another one right behind them ready to do the same exact thing. So. Hi, Bree. Um, also, um, Jeremiah in, on his Instagram you know, was he shared the trailer and he was like, I just want to say this is truly an amazing season. And Brie was there on her Instagram con- congratulating him. So nice to see those two are still supporting each other. Well, Jerry told, I think it was Lala, that he thinks it could go another like 50 seasons. Yeah, 50 for sure. So do you think Bill is kicking himself? <laughs> I don't really see Southern Hospitality coming back, do you? Maybe one season. I kind of hope it does. Um, Definitely wasn't the breakout hit that, you know, he left Vanderpump for. But then again, 
maybe he was jumping ship for Vanderpump because it was a sinking ship, and maybe it does need this new refreshed direction. Yeah, I think I probably would have jumped ship if I were him, just because it needed a shakeup. Like he had to step away, you know. So hopefully, something new, some new magic happens. But anyway, so back to the sh- the shady editing. DJ James is driving in his car, bumping his head, having a good time, and he uses his car phone, his, you know, handless telephone to say, hi, my love. And you're like, oh, who's he? He's calling Allie. And then Raquel is seen driving in her car on a split screen and says, hi. And so you're like, what the hell? He's calling Raquel? What's up, my love? And then, well, I wanted to note she's in a white Jetta. Relatable. Yeah, very. (laughs) stars are just like us yes uh, but no in fact she is on the phone with charlie and james is on the phone with Allie. yes the but love I, of his life but that was that was tricky tricky yes. like i when i made chad sit down and watch the seven minutes like i looked at him to see if he was confused you know like i like when you're i was watching chad instead of the show and he was <laughs> like huh you know like same thing and they tricked him too so, uh, yeah, here's something interesting. So we know when they start started filming, and they had a see you next Tuesday. James is like first one back in a while, and I think what was it like they announced it like the day before. So we didn't go, but we knew Allie didn't go, and because there had been a lot of chatter about, oh, she's just using him to get on the show, and then it came out like, no, she didn't go to that, and people were saying, you know, she. It, it kind of looked like, well, she's not in it for the spotlight or whatever. So it's right. like, oh, okay, give this girl a chance. But now it, he explains that she had to work late. So, yeah, I guess we just have to wait and judge. But, you know, from our experience thus far, she was very nice. Yes. So. But, um, you know, per our deep dive that we've already, like, done, she is 100% into acting and being on a reality show it, like it's right up her alley I think that's what she wants to, right up her alley um, <laughs> it is like she literally wants to do that so I don't think it's far fetched to say that yeah. you know she is into this yeah and um, then I love this next scene yeah so I feel like like this is the role we're going to see Charlie in a lot this season is, you know, being on the phone and being the question asker to Raquel or for, you know, to get those, the info we need out of these scenes, which is kind of a bummer, but. Yeah, and then everyone's going to complain. Why is she on? She did nothing. It's like they didn't have her do anything and she wasn't really, you know, they weren't offering anything. So. Yeah. But so just keep in mind you know you don't have to blame the person all the time a lot of the time it's you know the editing and what doesn't does make the cutting room floor totally but at the same time you know i don't know well she had drama with the cat some of the cast for sure but um i, th- I saw uh katie wish her a happy birthday and i was like oh interesting because you know yeah it was like sheena and charlie that were tight but now they're not and I'm like, oh, Katie. Like, I knew Ariana was still friends with Charlie, but uh, this Katie thing threw me. Yeah. Um, so I wish they would have, like, and maybe they will focus in on a little bit of that so we can see, you know, yeah. some of that conflict. But I guess we'll see. Totally. Um, but I liked this next scene with James powdering his nose and being like, 
Oh my god, this it was iconic, dude. Like I'm not that god. It's obsessed and has to move in and have that ass in my bed every time I wake up. So what's happening in this is like. So Charlie is asking Raquel, like, are you nervous that you're going to see James again? And she's like, kind of, like, I guess. And James and Allie are also speaking about that. And he's like, I'm going to see Raquel. And Allie's like, well, that should be fun. And he's like, not really. So, you know, they're building up the fact that it's weird. It is weird to see your ex. Like, I don't care even if you were both, like, middle finger to each other or you end on good terms, whatever it is. It's awkward. So... I, I loved the build up to this whole thing. Um, and he kind of, then they like split off and James tells us that he met Allie about five or six weeks after him and Raquel broke up and that people, you know, some people are giving him shit for that saying that it's too soon. And then he pulled out his elf powder little compact and went to town on himself. And it was great. An elf? Yes. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? It wasn't Strix. No. <laughs> it was Elf. I it was that. Elf. Again, relatable. I know. I love Elf. Um, yes. Well, he is right. We were there when he met Allie. Um, he was actually flirting with a couple um, different people, uh, one of which, shout out to you who is listening, but you sh- I won't name you. Um, but, yeah, so he's right. They met about, it was like the middle of January, so... Yeah. Middle or end. Anyways, um, so then Raquel's talking about Allie, and she's like, she looks exactly like his mom. He has some real mommy issues. So I think I screamed when this part happened because (laughs) I was just so thrilled that Jacqueline is featured. It's like kind of the same joy that I found when, like, Dana was featured with Stassi. It was just, it's like, yes. Um and like that he was accused of that before because Kristen had serious Jacqueline vibes. Yes. I don't know that Allie has Jacqueline vibes as far as like her vibe. No. She lo- she looks like a maybe a baby mini me of her. Yes. But yeah. Yeah, her vibe is, is not at all, but um the looks I can kind of see. Um and then that that just like led me down the rabbit hole of I would love to have Jacqueline on the podcast um maybe like a Mother's Day special or something so I'm gonna reach out yes and Dana yes and And Erica always yes um Terry (laughs) yes Sherry yes look at that (laughs) So the mommy issues thing, I thought that was funny. I can't wait to dig more into that. And also just knowing everything coming down the pipeline for Raquel and Allie and Lala, everything with James. It, like the whole, it, I think it's going to be so interesting and so fun this season. Yeah, because that scene they have later, which I think kind of ends it, so we'll talk about it when we get there. Um, yeah, it was good. So then we bust over to Schwartz and Sandy's and I like found myself like kind of rolling my eyes at this. And I think it's because we're like a little too close to this. We fall, you know, we followed the construction of Schwartz and Sandy's. We've been to Schwartz and Sandy's multiple times. And so seeing the mess and the flashback, you know, of everything that was in, in 
a year earlier. I don't know. It was, I just, I found myself rolling my eyes. Yeah. Well, and it explains because they're like, we only have six days till the Daily Mail party. Well, remember, we were trying to be like, can we get, we knew it was going to be private, closed, but they did open for two months after that. So, yes. That's why, because you can see it right here on the shop. That's why they didn't open for two more months after that party. It was just like Tom Tom. Yes. The same thing. Um, I did like to, you know, get kind of the behind the scenes of seeing like the the designer being super frustrated with them constantly changing things and her kind of saying to them, you guys, like the party is like in six days, no more changes after Friday, like we're done. And then Sandoval thrifting and like finding these weird little things that he wants to like put into the case and like it would be so frustrating to work with them you can just tell like they are all over the place because they're like dude you guys we need help like painting or putting the tiles in yeah they're like or or like like... yeah like remove these empty boxes get the trash out like let's go and he's like strategically placing little ceramic figurines in like the glass case (laughs) like yeah no nobody cares okay yeah Nobody notices it. If they're waiting for their table, they might look at it. Okay. <laughs> so then we get like kind of a little heart to heart with Schwartz and Sandoval, which is, I believe, going to be another huge storyline this season. You know, with Schwartz going through his divorce, I'm sure we'll get to hear Katie's side as well. But this was kind of his side. He's just saying, you know, hey, Sandoval, bro, I'm drowning. Like, uh, He's dealing with a divorce, the loss of his house, but it hasn't sold yet. So he's still paying the mortgage on his house. Um, I kind of so, shit myself when he said that he's paying 6K for his half. Yes. Okay. This makes no sense. So I was relating it to someone I know has like a house at like 600000 right now. Mm-hmm. Their mortgage is 1500 so if you triple that, the value of their house would be about the same as Tom and Katie's. That would still only be forty five hundred, not twelve thousand. Or even if you gave them, you know, an extra five hundred k value, that would still only be like six thousand total, not twelve. They must have not put anything down. Yeah, I'm thinking they put nothing down. They didn't have great credit and they did not get a good deal. Um, if you look in our group, someone like broke it down like over like all of the like the costs of like do it like the whole thing and she said that could like totally be legit. I know of a couple people who have a mortgage on a house for about that much and their they their mortgage is around that amount. So wow. I I I do believe it. So the one in the Hollywood Hills, you know? Yes. My friends. So there is like six, and it's in the value range of, you know, those other ones. Yeah. They, so, they got such a smoking deal. <laughs> like, they, yeah. that is amazing. Yeah. Ugh. Well, yeah, I suppose, you know what? That's the value of their house. It's not what they bought it for. So yeah. scratch, scratch that example. But, you know, the other one... But, yeah, but you know crazy. what I really appreciate? Like, I really appreciate that, like, he's it's being honest deep. because, like, it's... you don't realize, like, how, like, what people are going through. Like, even though, like, 
those were all his choices. You know what I mean? Like he's kind of like crying about something that like he made a choice to do that. But I appreciate that he's not lying about the amount, like trying to like dumb it down to where it's like makes it more comfortable for all of us. Like, so I liked that he said that. And then he said that he's currently paying $3,500 for rent plus the lease at Schwartz and Sandy's. Oh my God. And me anxiety. <laughs> yeah. Like it literally, and his bills. Yes, and everything else. And then and then Sandoval makes an offhand comment and goes, well, once you sell your house, you can use all that money to put it back into this business. And you can see, like, he almost, like, passed out. It's like... What would they have done without a season 10? They really lucked out they by the skin re- of their teeth. They really needed it. I think like- that's why they're all falling in line. <laughs> like, I, I feel like, like, Katie, yeah. Lala... Like, they're probably all tired of, like, you know, doing this. But you can tell they're going to get that check. And I don't blame them. Well, and Katie, like, Tom does a lot of extra stuff with Sandoval. Like, they do those Amazon Lives. They've got all their little different pro- products that I don't know if they're profitable or not. But, you know, they do do their paid appearances. They do a she, lot, yeah. But she doesn't. No. So it's like, it's got to be pretty rough on her when she's also trying to invest in her own sandwich shop it's like totally you better up those cameos katie yeah i'd be all over that shit if i was them well and i would really be trying to like especially like you know this could be their last season you don't know I, i would be honing in on my community of people who support me like i would not be quitting my podcast i would be and i wouldn't be getting a partner i would like stay and i would ask I would answer every fan question. I would connect with all of my people to ensure that I had people that like were, that it would be on my platform after this is over. I really think they need to play the volume game with cameo. I think, I think it's Luann that does that, which is shocking. Cause she, you know, but she's like, no, I just, you get more like, and you know what, if it's reasonable, the ones, the people you did it for, they're going to buy it from you again to give to someone else. And who, who? I'm not trying to be mean to Katie, but who's going to buy from Katie? Well, certainly not a, like a hundred or a hundred and fifty. Or I'm not sure if she's even on there. But again, if she's not on there, that's a mistake. But if she is, usually last time I checked all their cameos, they were all like one to two hundred dollars. But like again, like I feel like. Yeah, if she was doing something like that, like, you know how I just said, like, who would buy from her? People would if she was, like, open and, like, accessible to them. Like, like everyone yeah. loves that. Like, it doesn't matter who you are. Like, everyone likes a vulnerable, open person that they can relate to. And I just, I haven't seen that she, from her. She's got enough, like, little quips that she's had throughout the years that she could, you know, like, you know, have a good bachelor party, be very judicious about your drinking, or you know what I mean? Like, yeah. she has a, enough stuff she can reference to, to do these things. Um, I'm trying to find my cameo app, because now I'm curious what everybody's at, but we'll keep talking. Um, okay, so while, you know, they're having uh, Schwartz is saying, you know, hey, he's like, I was frustrated with you for a while. You were not present. You know, you've had all these projects that you were working on sick projects but um it was really difficult for me um he said that he started he said that he loves the band um and he said that to us remember that he was frustrated with him for a while because he yeah gone so much either at practice or touring with the band i mean and to be fair with 
how many times we went to the show, I saw a huge change in Sandoval from show number one to show like three or five. Like it was like he he really did transform like not only his look, his body, his sound, every like he you can tell he put all of his energy into that. It was very obvious and it was going very well for him. And I, it, it looked like he was having so much fun. So I could see how that would be really frustrating that you are sitting there stressed out about money and trying to make everything work. And then you have your partner over off, like literally becoming a rock star. Oh yeah. So, okay. Katie is on there, but currently unavailable for cameos, but you can message her for $20. Oh, like Katie also DM her, but um, she should be on. Totally. Keep looking. Okay, so then we had. Okay, shorts was very yeah. So the, all that made sense. Oh, and here's the fake scene. That's what I have next. Okay. So we'll do the math for you guys. Peter and Raquel went on their well, real or fake date, however you want to look at it, at the end of March. They didn't start filming till July, earliest June, if they did a little bit of pre-stuff. So when he comes in and says, so uh, the other night was a lot of fun. And you can see Raquel's face. She is not pulling off the actress mode no. at this point. I actually, like, yeah. I actually really appreciated her face. Like, like she didn't want to lie. And she was letting us, I, like, I, I feel like it was like a little like SOS to us viewers saying like you guys like I I'm this isn't it like I'm I'm doing this scene but just so you know like I want to keep it casual (laughs) (laughs) so okay so here we go Peter he if you guys go way back and listen to one of our interviews with Peter and we asked him about his relationship with Frutia Katie O'Malley yes that's what um, she is always Frutia to us, but because they were like BFFs, kind of like he is a Demi right now. And so we asked him, ooh, anything there with, you know, Katie? And he's like, no, no, no. Ever since I've, you know, become a manager, that's a no-go. No, no. I do not date the staff. So it was very clear to us. Yes. And then recently he was on Jamie Lynn's Jamie All Over podcast, and this, he said the same thing. She asked about you know, he said that, I don't date the staff. And she goes, but wait, you went on a date with Raquel. And he goes, aha, but she wasn't <laughs> working there then. Which she wasn't because they weren't filming. And Raquel and Charlie have graduated to the Sir level where they only work at Sir when they film, right? Yes, yes. The way the OGs used to do. Yes. And so he's like, she wasn't working there then. So now we're, so now we they pan to this scene and she's in her sewer uniform there by the food machine, the enter order thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's asking her out. So isn't that against your rule, Peter? Yes. Isn't that a conflict of interest? You're her manager. That's very dangerous. So I had like a couple of problems with this scene. Like first, James arrives, you know, he's and we're still in that pink silk shirt. So it's the same day. It's bright daylight. And um, we know that Sir isn't open during that time. Um, Not all the time, at least. Um, 
there's like literally the first shot you can see there's not one person in that restaurant and they have like fake ambiance noise of like people talking it's all blah, blah, blah. then they do one shot where they probably have like the paid extras sitting in there during the day it's like full bright daylight um yeah i i don't the whole thing just seemed so and then, and then like james setting up his like dj equipment when it's bright daylight he does he yeah. every flyer he has he doesn't start till nine yeah, which really means ten. Yes, it's still it's not light out here. Not bright. No, even in the height of summer. Um, but they do that a lot. They're like, "Oh, we're already done filming." I'm like, "This restaurant's not even open yet." <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, so that that part had me like LOLing. Um, and then yeah, the whole Peter scene. Like, I absolutely died. Like, he's like, uh, "How's the night treating you?" Uh, and I said, "Um, it's a day." good busy you're telling me like i'm running that's why i'm running around like a crazy person it's like okay peter calm down like if you're such a great manager you shouldn't be running around like a crazy person and especially when you just opened like it's not like someone's gonna be like can you help me with this check i messed up like you literally just opened right so what 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 is the problem are you out of napkins again like what is it oh my god you guys what time we were there he ran out of napkins and instead of you would think he would go next door to Pump or Tom Tom, since they are owned by the same owners, to get some napkins. But he goes instead over to Craig's, like the famous celeb hangout, to get some napkins. Very weird. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he's like, uh, well, you know, we still ain't get your nachos though. But I have this never-ending quest to to get you those nachos. Let's go get some nachos. Okay, this also reminded me of like, okay, you know, like when you're out and like you're drunk or whatever, you're tipsy, whatever. It'd be like if I was like, oh my God, Sarah, I like don't French fries sound so freaking good right now? And you're like, yeah, that that sounds pretty good. You know, but like maybe it doesn't sound good to you or whatever. But like I'm obsessing over it. I'm like, oh my God, I want French fries so bad. I'm going to get them. Oh my God. You know, so and then like you come up to me the next day at work and you're like, hey, do you ever get those french fries and it's like uh like it that was last night like i'm actually okay now like it's like a freaking craving when you're drunk and he's like trying to like he's like raquel those nachos do you do you still like i i i remembered you wanted nachos and she's like okay peter yeah i get it he's like well you're the one who wanted them not me like he got did you he like got all defensive it's like okay peter like what you don't eat nachos like can raquel request nachos without you shaming her the next day Remember, we asked him those food questions. If you're on a date, would you like it if a woman ordered a burger or a salad? He's like, a salad. I'm very into health. And I, she needs to look right. I was like, oh, yeah, because a burger. Like, okay. Yes, yes. So I'm surprised he was okay with the nachos. <laughs> yeah. And kudos to Raquel, because probably what she was thinking in her head was, Look, dude, I had to get wasted to go on a date with you, and so I got the munchies, okay? I wanted nachos because I was drunk. <laughs> like yeah, like I, like, I felt like she was, like, nicely trying to say that, and I did read a lot of comments that were like, oh, like, Raquel, like, was, like, that was, like, a really awkward scene, but if you knew Peter the way that we knew Peter, this is, this is peter summed up in one scene. Like, this is literally how Peter is in real life. Like, this... You know, like, like superhero, yes. I'm Mr. Awkward. And then she's like, hey, look, Peter, I just want to keep this like very casual. 
And he's like, well, I won't be wearing a suit next time. And it's like, <laughs> ew. Like, we, no one cares. It was very reminiscent of his date with Vale. Yes. He's like, let's get another bottle. She's like, um, no. I, I came here for coffee. <laughs> yes. I feel like I'm on a never-ending quest to get you those nachos. <laughs> and again, I want to see the conflict, and hopefully that's why they faked this scene three months after they actually went on their date. It yes. wasn't the other night. Yes. Hopefully this is going to lead to a confrontation between Peter and James. Yes. Because they are and have been friends. So I would think if I were James, I'd be a little pissed off. Which, and I am here for that. Like, I think that will be amazing. So we yeah, endure, we'll, we endured this Peter scene, but uh, yeah, we, we need this to be like, we need a full circle to happen here. Um, and then Raquel makes a comment that Peter is really isn't her type, but there is one thing that he is, and that is a actual man, not a man child. And then they cut to DJ James, you know, setting up his computer and uh, spraying some cologne on himself. I just every time they just show him like opening his laptop, I just always think of Jax. He's like, "You press play on a laptop." That, I mean, sometimes Jax was so good at his, like, his zingers, like, kind of similar to James, like how, you know, in his confessional when he whipped out his elf powder, it was like, this is why, you know, James makes good reality TV. Same with Jax when he called out James on, like, what, you hit beep, bop, boop on your computer, like, you don't do anything. So. And then he, uh, James got him right back. He's like, why do you care, old man? At your age? And Chuck's is like, what do you mean my age? He's like, yeah. go make a pump teeny. <laughs> it's just, just classic television. So then I was like, okay, ooh, we're still going. So then we like went over to Tom Tom, and it's Katie and Ariana getting ready to go. And Logan comes out and greets them and seats them and takes good care of them. They order their snacks, which... Katie ordered the crispy rice and Ariana ordered the farmer's board. Um, and then it cut. It was over. Yeah, I was like, what was the point of having that scene in there? Like, nothing happened. Yeah. And it's not like it's their restaurant. No. <laughs> and and it's not like it was like, it even like, there's like no cliffhanging. Like, what? what yeah. Oh. So that, like, that part, that kind of worries me. But. Yeah. For sure. We're going to have to do a, a walk by um, tomorrow of Saw. Oh, absolutely. And a status report for you guys. Yes, we will do all of the walkthroughs, walk bys. We've got you. All right. So then James goes to the bathroom, the the one where Stasi would hide her alcohol, the one where that, with, that had the broken mirrored dresser in there for about nine years. <laughs> the one yes. that flooded all the time yes um and he what he comes out she's gonna go oh no she comes out so it must be known as the drinking bathroom he's like are you tipsy she's like are you yeah that was weird she's like kind of so either he it's known still as the drinking bathroom or she was already like he could tell yeah i was really confused about that whole interaction like yeah why but she's like, I know you're drinking again because, you know, and we did. He drank that night. He met Allie. I think he yes. only had a couple, but he, we had reports of him all over when he was touring, you know. Yeah, it, drinking. Had, it had been happening. But he owned it. And you know what? Like, I, I'm kind of, like, 
I, I appreciate like each journey that everybody has. Like if you want to get sober, cool. If you don't, cool. Um, yeah, I appreciate that he is being honest. And I, I don't know, is, isn't it kind of fair that it's like true that he can quit drinking when he wants to, not when it's, when it is an ultimatum? Yeah. I mean, he, he did it. He, it seems like he's, he's managing it better. Yeah. Um, I know a lot, a lot of times people are like, it has to be all or nothing, but it does seem like he's managing it better. But again, it's his choice and prerogative and seems like he's toned it down but also there's not maybe as much pressure like he's got his own career now he doesn't need to see you next tuesday other than for filming you know what i mean like it's like when he would get so drunk and angry oh god i'm gonna lose my job spinning it sir it's like he doesn't need that 300 dollars or whatever he gets yeah but i don't know i mean he said he's like i like a glass of wine with my dinner or i want to go to france and have some wine and cheese like he seems like he's at a different level with it right now yeah and if he's like partying he just like does more of the weed aspect yes so we'll see i guess we'll see as the season goes but we really haven't seen or heard anything real explosive but we mentioned that to him when we saw him recently you know he really he's been kind of mia on social media and he was just like i'm just over it he goes i'm just out there living my life and i'm happy and it's like that's cool. Good for you. Good yeah. Yeah. He, I'm interested to see what his journey is this season because, yeah, his vibe has been like super happy and light. And that's kind of how Allie is too. So interested to see, you know, how it's going to go. And this was interesting because he's like, why? Why do you care? And he's like, yeah, like you said, he's going to do it for himself if he's going to quit again, not for someone else's ultimatum. She's like, well, I just want to be able to check in with you. And he's like, why? He's like, you don't need to check in with me. And he's setting props to him for setting his boundaries. Yeah. You know, because, yes, it's that hard thing of letting go. But it's like, you know. I mean, like, on if, if I'm, like, Team James and, like, not thinking of Raquel, I love his answer. Like, it's like, yeah, he laid a boundary down. And it's true. Why does she need to check in? That's not her job anymore. But then, like, on her side and, like, being in a relationship with someone for five years that was your freaking fiancé, it was, like, a little hurtful that he was, like, so dismissive of, like, why? You know, it's it's fine. Like, I'm with the love of my life now. Like, it's it's fine. Yeah. She's like, I used to be in the love of your life. And he's like, "Mm, okay. Uh, Oh, and then he calls her Allie. He's like, Allie, I just, and she's like, you called me Allie. Like that, if I was her, yes, that would sting that he just called me Allie, that he just called Allie the love of his life, even though it's been like a year since they, well, actually half a year when they're filming here in the scene, since they called off their engagement. Like that's very fast to replace the love of your life. It really is. And it has to sting. Like, I, like I said, I don't even care if you're like completely over the person, like, a, I, I don't know. And I've never even like called off like a engagement like I feel like that's even like a deeper level than like a boyfriend girlfriend thing and then she's like on the verge of tears and he starts laughing like totally true you know what he's doing he's doing the Julia you know when she laughs yes. and makes everything awkward yes in the hard situations it's like he starts laughing I'm like dude she's about to cry he's like uh are you okay like she's crazy and I'm like oh my god and and I feel like that is part of the problem like he's like he was never able to like be there for her like emotionally to meet those needs for her and 
yeah. and that pattern is going to continue with him. So it does worry you. Like, hey, I want. He gets I, uncomfortable. I think yeah, but it's like I, I want to root for him. Like, I want to be happy for him and Allie. But I definitely see the red flags of like he moved on very quickly. I'm kind of seeing repetitive behavior. It's just like it was definitely a very hard scene to watch and. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of uh, feelings for Raquel this season. Like she, not saying that James didn't go through it, but he did move on pretty quickly. And I feel like Raquel is going to have a lot more to process and like a, a different journey than what he has. Yeah. I mean, she's been having fun and dates and, and whatever, but like he's been like in a happy relationship traveling the world with his new hot girlfriend. Like that's totally. going to, you know hit you a little bit and she likes um, I think she just wants to have fun right now but let's just say she would like a relationship too that's just gotta stick well it's hard to like it, it's it's okay to have fun but that's also like really hard and like to you know she was living with him she had to move out on her own it's just like a lot of new things I feel like she's managing plus let's think back to the Raquel that we first saw on this show like she has grown a lot from her voice shaking when she talked to not being able to say anything at all like she is like standing in front of us as like a completely different person and it's it's pretty crazy yeah yeah they both showed some growth yeah well i'm excited just a few more days you guys me too yeah and you guys we uh, like literally have so many exciting things coming down the pipeline so stay tuned stay with us tune into our patreon um, as well as watch our social media we would so appreciate if you can like like our stuff or interact on it that would help us so so much yeah, our instagram reels yes but if you have any questions or anything you can always hit us up vanderpump rules party at gmail.com yes or dm us on instagram vanderpump rules party and we love and... when you guys like send us, you know, articles or things that are happening because most of the time we see it, but it's like so helpful to know what's going on, what you guys are seeing in case we miss something being with the kids or being at work or running around. So it's oh, so helpful sure. when you guys hit us up. We love it. And then seeing the comments of different perspectives yeah. also super helpful because it's like, oh, I never thought of it that way. Like I love our, our Vanderpump Rules Party community, but like it's even better when the season starts because like, you know, I know you everyone can't stick around even off season. So I hope all of you old listeners come back and we have our whole little group back and it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Join the Facebook group. Join the Patreon. It's only $3. Yes. And we're going to really amp it up and give Absolutely. you some juice for pennies yes. and if you want to leave us a five star review we'd also appreciate that thank you <laughs> yes so cool all right okay Be back soon bye